What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Latifa, and you are now tuned in to Heavyweight The Way In. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heavyweight The Way In, episode four, titled Let It Fall. So I know you're wondering why I named it Let It Fall. Well, it's because I feel like we are stuck in certain seasons that have already passed us by. And with being stuck in certain seasons, I feel like we're carrying extra weight that is not good for us, you know. And um, I wanted to just show a bit of transparency and show y'all how I cope with things and, you know, how I get through those small and big things that I'm battling with and how I give it over to God. So I know that, you know, it could be the smallest things that we're battling with that's causing the most destruction in our lives, And I don't know what that small thing may be, you know, to you, but I do know whatever it is, God wants it. God wants relationship with us. He wants covenant with us. So I I think it's important that we just let him have it, y'all. He says, cast all of your cares onto me, okay? He does not say, you know, cast the little ones, cast the big ones, and he doesn't say any of that. He says all of our cares. So whatever it is that we're battling with, let's give it over to him. You know, he wants relationship with us. He wants covenant with us. So with that being said, I would like to relate this episode to the season of fall. And um, with that being said, I feel like we're getting ready to embark on a new season. We're getting ready to step into new ground and I I do know the weight that we're carrying, you know, those those that anxiety, the depression and all of that that we're holding on to. It's time to give it up. And I know that we lean heavily on people around us. We lean very we lean very heavily on the people around us. I know I do. And um I do know that the people around you cannot carry their weight and yours too. And I say that because y'all, it's it's not crazy or just, you know, a coincidence to y'all that we are in the same situation at the same time, the same predicament at the same time. Okay. We're all in a pandemic. We're all going through this. We're all dealing with something that we have never, ever seen before. Nobody here on earth has seen this before. Nobody. So it doesn't matter if you're, you know, ill. It doesn't matter if you're healthy. It doesn't matter if you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're poor. We are all in the same boat at the same exact time. So with that being said, I believe that God is telling us, I want a relationship with you. I need for you to use me as your source. Use me as your resource, you know? Use me as the person that you come to when you're having an issue, when you're having a problem. I want to be the first to hear about it. I want to be the first to, you know, take a jab at taking that weight from you, you know, and making it better. So, you know, with that being said, that's why I related to, that's why I related this episode to the fall. And um, I love the fall and I, I'm sure you do too. <laughs> but the reason why I love the fall is not just because of the donuts or the apple cider or even the cuddle weather, you know, um, but 
it's a constant reminder to me that whatever we lose, God is going to give it back to us. And the leaves on the trees, you know, they change colors. They become dry and crunchy, and then they fall off. After that comes winter, a different season. And this different season just so happens to bring snow. And I feel that the snow is truly a representation of God's purity. You know, the snow covers all of the leaves on the ground, all of the branches. And I feel that when the snow comes, it's clearing all of those impurities away. So I'll get into the demonstration that I have here right now. And of course, when I'm talking to God and praying to God, (laughs) it don't look, you know, this fancy. Or maybe y'all don't think it's fancy, whatever. Don't judge my arts and crafts, Um, (laughs) but whatever. So... Here I have a tree, and for those who of you who are listening, I have two trees in front of me and two buckets, okay? This tree has different color index cards on it. The different color index cards represents leaves, okay? You know how the leaves change colors, so that's what these index cards represent. And they all contain a, you know, word, something that we may be battling with. So by the end of this episode, this tree will be empty (laughs) because we are putting it in the bucket that's titled, um, that's called Fallen Leaves. And the other bucket is called Replacements from God. So what he wants to replace all of this, you know, these things that we're going through right now, what he wants to give us back, you know, what he wants to take from us and give it back. And this tree right here is just a tree with snow, okay? And this represents God's purity, him clearing it all away, clearing all those impurities that we have away. So um, before we get started, now that I explained the reason for the episode, um, I would like to start off with a scripture, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time a time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. So before we get started with picking off these issues, I would like to say, y'all, make room for what God is trying to replace those crunchy leaves with. Let them fall. Let it fall. Like, let's give it to him. Because he wants it and he wants it, he wants to replace it 
with something better. And once we let these leaves fall, let's don't look, don't look back. We are past that season and we are getting ready to embark on a new season, new ground, okay? So I know that a lot of you say that you're not ready for 2021 and that, you know, because you don't know what it what it holds and what the future holds and but you do know you're ready to get out of 2020 but you're not ready for 2021 but y'all we gotta move forward so <laughs> so with that being said y'all i just think let's give up this this dead weight that we got okay because we're carrying it around and he can't launch us into our next dimension into our next season with this extra weight that we're carrying i know i don't know if any of you have ever been to Cedar Point, but any amusement park, there is a weight limit for most of the rides, okay? And so um, if you're over that, that weight limit, then you can't get on. So with that being said, if we're over the weight limit, God cannot launch us into the next dimension. Let's not stay stuck in our problems and, and dwell in our worries and everything like that. Let's give it to him so that he can launch us, all right? So... I am going to pick the first leaf off and put it into the bucket once I read it and tell y'all what God wants us to replace it with. All right. And his replacement is his word, okay? So we have procrastination, all right? So this is something that I know we may all struggle with. I struggle with it. So, um, I'm going to put that into the bucket. But what God wants to replace it with is um, motivation and endurance. So, let me look for my number one. So, endurance. The definition of endurance is the fact or power of enduring an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving away. So I know y'all like, okay, so with procrastination, like why do he want to replace it with endurance or um, motivation? Well, I feel like a lot of us are letting these times get to us. And, you know, um, with that comes procrastination. Like, we don't want to move on what God is speaking to us about. We don't want to move on that dream or whatever. So we're procrastinating. And the reason why we're procrastinating is because I, me, I know that with procrastinating, it comes with, you know, okay, you, you're not moving because you're scared of sacrifice, right? We know that whatever it is that we have to move on or that you were, we're trying to accomplish is going to require sacrifice. And so we may be scared or whatever, and we may feel like we can't endure it because of what's going on around us. But I am here to tell you that you can. <laughs> I know I prayed for endurance so much, you know, when I was in, in college and, um, I also didn't realize I was praying for my future as well. Like when I moved to um, Chicago, I 
moved there to go to grad school. And, you know, I had got this nice apartment and everything like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, God, he got me. You know, he going he gonna to bless me with a job. <laughs> he going to bless me with a job. And I'm going to be good. I'm going to be able to pay all of my bills and stuff like that. Oh, Jesus. When I tell you those prayers that I prayed way back when, when I didn't know, you know, what my future held, it helped because I needed endurance. I needed to endure those hard times to get to what the, the promise that God had for me. And um, I was unemployed for, I want to say, six to seven months. Like, it was rough. It was rough. But if I didn't have endurance, if I don't continuously pray for endurance, I don't know where I would be. So, you know, Romans chapter 5, verse 3 through 4 says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength and character. And character strengthens our confidence, hope of salvation. So that's what God wants to replace your procrastination with. He wants to replace it with motivation and endurance. You can do it. You got this. Move forward. Whatever it is that God is calling you to do. I know it's a lot going on around us, but you got it. All right. So we're going to leave that here. I'm going to just stick that there. Hopefully it stay. And we're going to pick off the next leaf. Uh-oh. All right. So, the next fallen leaf that we have is doubt. Okay. So, I'm going to put that right here in the bucket. And I'm going to grab what it is that God wants us to replace it with. So God wants us to replace our doubt, of course, with faith, <laughs> with faith, y'all. So um, Matthew chapter 21, verse 22 says, okay, and Jesus told them, I tell you the truth, if, if you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. You can pray for anything. And if you have faith, you will receive it. Okay. So that's when um, Jesus curses the fig tree. He was going to get something to eat. He cursed the fig tree because it wasn't producing. Them. But either way, the faith Y'all, we have to keep the faith. We have to keep the faith. Let's not doubt who our sovereign God is. Like, God is amazing. Just have faith in him. Cast all of your cares and all of that on him and have faith in him. Faith is something that I lean so heavily on. I walk by it. I live by it. You know, I, I, once I got a taste of, of faith, of what faith can do, bring to me and what God can do with just a mustard seed of your faith I was like oh yeah I'm jumping from here on out what what, what, what you need me to do you need me to jump okay I'm ready 
<laughs> so I'm telling y'all, like, faith can take you so far, so far. So, like, instead of doubting, instead of doubting that things won't get better or instead of doubting yourself and your capabilities during this current time that we're living in, let's have a little bit of faith. Let's have a little bit of faith. Like, I, I'm not going to lie, we, we do get weary. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm a prime example of being a weary person at times. Um, back to the example that I used, you know, a little bit ago about me moving to another state and not having a job, but I was in grad school. I had bills. I still had responsibilities and I didn't have like, you know, any help. So I was like, how am I going to do this, Jesus? Like, how am I going to, you know, get through this? And I, you know, at the last moment, God came through at the, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I was just sitting there like, should I move back home? Because I had faith in the beginning for sure when I jumped. But now, I don't know, Lord. Are you really going to bless me with a job? And, you know, the job that he blessed me with is this, still the current industry that I'm currently in. And I was like, you know, God is, he's, he's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. He can, he can do so many amazing things, take you to places that you would have never imagined that you would be in. So I kept the faith. <laughs> I was, you know, I almost gave up, but I didn't. I kept the faith. And I'm, I'm telling you, um, that faith that I had back then, if I had not went through that current season, it's, it's crazy because when I look back on it, if I had not went through that current season, the season that I was in, I want like two years ago, I would not have been prepared for it because that was that was a crazy hitter. Okay, <laughs> it was like the pandemic, but wasn't nobody else going through it. So I was like, uh, Lord, but either way. Okay, so we're going to put this right here and we're going to grab the next leaf. All right, so we have leaf number three, which is impossibility. Okay. Believing that things are impossible. And of course, things are impossible if we're doing things off of our own human strength, with our own human strength, right? And um, you need God's strength. He can do the impossible. We can't, but he can. So what God wants to replace impossible with is possibility, God's possibility, okay? Um, Luke chapter 18, verse 27 says, what is impossible for people, for man is possible with God. So God wants to replace that thought in our head, that things are impossible with possibility. Lean on him, y'all. Lean on him. So next we have. is a hard one for me um validation and approval of man from man um this is the things that we all struggle with i'm sure 
especially with this day and age, um, having social media, you know, looking for all those likes, right? And we don't get them. It's like, ugh, should I take the picture down? Or, you know, what should I do? But I'll tell you what God wants to replace that with. God's approval. He wants us to seek his approval, his acceptance. Because, I mean, don't we all have to answer to the same God? Won't we all, you know, stand before him in judgment on the same day? We all got to answer to God. So what, why are we seeking approval from man? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, it doesn't feel good to have some, you know, reassurance and support from those around you. But um, what I am saying is just dwelling on it like this is going to make or break me moving forward or, you know, me following suit with whatever it is that God told me to do. You know, it's time for us to let that go. And what God wants to replace that with is God's approval. Um, Galatians chapter 1 verse 10 says, Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Also, Romans chapter 14 verse 18 says, For he who in this way serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by man. So y'all, that right there tells me that whatever it is that you're trying to get acceptance, you know, for or from. Okay, y'all, I am so sorry. <laughs> the battery was exhausted, but it's okay. We're not going to let the devil steal this time. All right, we're just going to get right back into it. Um, but what I was saying is we definitely don't want to seek man's approval over God's approval. The only way is through him. So whatever approval or acceptance it is that we're trying to obtain, just know, go through God first. Matthew 6, 3 and 3, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteous righteousness and, you know, everything else will be added to you. So just Make sure we're seeking God first and getting approval from him because once we get the approval from him, then the approval, you know, of man or whatever will come along with it. So God's approval outweighs man's approval. Right. So we're going to set this right here on the tree, our purity tree, and go ahead and go to the next one. So. The next one we have is a loneliness. All right. I know we're all going through loneliness right now. Um, sometimes even when you have a whole lot of people surrounding you, you are still lonely. I know that one time I was sitting in a room, you know, with everybody and I was just going through my little emotions or whatever that I was going through at the time. And I still felt super lonely and, you know, just by nature, I'm a loner anyway. Like I just typically I'm, I'm alone, but it's okay. But sometimes it's not okay. Sometimes loneliness gets the best of you. And during the pandemic, 
ooh, I know it has been taking a toll on a lot of people. So we are gonna go ahead and throw this leaf in the fallen leaves bucket. And we are going to see what God wants to replace our loneliness with, okay? God wants to replace our loneliness with friendship and comfort. Friendship and comfort, okay? So what better friend to have than Jesus himself? I'm telling you, man, that's the best friendship I have. Like, I love, I love God. I love spending time with him. I love talking to him, utilizing him as my therapist. Um, <laughs> but um, James chapter four, verse eight says, draw to God and he will draw near to you. So initiate it, initiate that bond, draw near to him. He'll draw near to you. And um, John chapter 15, verse eight. 13 through 15 says, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command, no longer do I call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I've learned from my father. I've made known to you. So y'all, God wants friendship with us. He wants covenant with us. He wants all of that. So let's give it to him. If we're feeling lonely, utilize this time to spend more time with him. Get to know him. Get to know his heart. And I'm telling you, the reward is just so wonderful. The bond that 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 you develop is just so wonderful. And it's like no other. So just spend time with him if you're lonely. And, you know, I know that we, we tend to lean on other people and everything like that when we're lonely and we just try to fill those voids. But I'm telling you, that void cannot be filled better than with God. OK, so fill it with God, fill it with spending time with him. We're going to go to the next one. And the next one is pain, anger and brokenness. Oh, child, it's so many times where I just let, you know, hurt, pain, anger, all of that just get the best of me. And, you know, I stay stuck in it and I'm like, why? Like, how could somebody treat me like that? Or how, you know, how is this? How am I? Why am I feeling like this or whatever? I don't think I'm ever going to get over this. I don't think I'm ever going to get over this anger. But um, I'm going to throw this in here right now because I think. This is something that I'm even dealing with in this in this time. Like right now, I just I need to throw it in and let it go. Like I said, I'm doing this exercise along with y'all because this is something that I do constantly. Oh, it didn't want to go in. All right. There we go. So what does God want wants to replace that with? Of course, God wants to replace that with love and healing. Okay, God wants your brokenness. He wants that emptiness that you have, that feeling of, you know, pain, of unworthiness, and just all of it. He wants it, okay? And he wants to replace it with love. Man, God's love is like no other. I'm telling you, God's love is like no other. So what? better thing to replace it with, to replace pain, anger, and brokenness with than love, okay? So Romans 
In chapter 8, verse 18 says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worthy to be compared with the glory that will be revealed to us. Okay. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17 says, but I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. Psalm chapter 147, verse 3 says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Y'all, he heals the brokenhearted. So if you're brokenhearted, come on now, draw near to God. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10 says, Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. And last but not least, we have John chapter 4, verse 16. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Okay, so God wants to give us love and healing. He wants to mend our broken hearts, take away that pain, take away that anger that we, re, you know, that we reap from being brokenhearted or whatever. I, I just, God wants to take that away. He wants it. Let him in. Let him in. I had to let God in to take that anger away. And I'm, I'm not saying that we're not human, y'all. We get angry. And if you push someone so much, their temper is is, is going to, you know, come out. There, it's you only can push someone so far. So I get it. We're human. But that's where God comes into play. Talk to him about it. Give your anger. Give your brokenness. Give your pain to him. It's so worth it. So next, let's get into this leaf. We have weakness and tiredness. Okay? Weakness and tiredness. So what does God want to replace that with? What does he want to replace that with? First, let's throw this in the fallen leaves bucket. We don't want to take it with us. All right. So God wants to replace that with power and strength. Power and strength. So he wants to give you power and strength when you're weak and tired. I know a lot of us during this season... During this time, the pandemic in general, I can't tell you how many times I said, Ooh, I'm tired. <laughs> Jesus, I'm tired. And a lot of that comes from, you know, being on social media and seeing what's going on in the black culture and the black community, just seeing so many deaths and just everything, just a combination of everything. I'm just like, I am tired, overwhelmed. Lord, we need a break. Like, give us some relief, please, Jesus. So tired and weak, feeling like you can't go on. God wants that. He wants to replace it with power and strength. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29 to 31 says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and men, young men, stumble and fall. But those who hope, in the Lord will renew their strength in my favorite part. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. 
they will walk and not be faint. So just getting this in return from being tired and weak, Lord, that, that right there, that's what I want. I don't want to stay tired and weak. I don't want to dwell in my problems and my sorrow. I want God to replace it with something better. And he wants to give us power and strength. So we're going to go ahead and set this in the tree of purity. All right. So next we have being misunderstood and rejected. Y'all tell you. Um, being misunderstood and rejected is something that I deal with quite often. I go to God and I'm like, Jesus, mm -mm. I don't like this feeling. I'm hurt. Like, <laughs> why am I so misunderstood? Like, why? You know? And um, I had to snap out of it, get out of my feelings because God was misunderstood. You know? Jesus was rejected. I, I think dwelling on that and dwelling on the fact that God went through it first. He experienced the worst of it all. Let me get out of my funk because I have no reason to complain. But I'm going to go ahead and throw this leaf in the fallen leaves. And I'm going to tell you what God wants to replace that with. He wants to replace it with favor and protection. God wants to replace that with favor and protection. Favor and protection. God, you gonna give me favor? Okay, all right, and protection. Sometimes, y'all, rejection is God's way of redirecting you. It's God's way of redirecting you and um, being misunderstood and rejected is not necessarily a bad thing all the time. So rejoice in it, seriously. It could mean that you're chosen. Like, <laughs> it's all right. All right, so Psalm chapter 118 verse 22 says, The stone that, that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone, the foundation, something that holds it together. Come on now. And John chapter 15 verse 18 says, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. So God went through it before we did. And it was far worse than we ever could imagine. Um, Psalm chapter 5 verse 12 says, For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover them with favor as with a shield. So God is going to give us favor and protection. I will take that any day, any day, over the understanding of man or the acceptance of man. I'm not saying that everybody, you know, misunderstands me or everybody rejects me, but I am saying that it does happen. And I'm sure that we may have all experienced it. So just be happy and rejoice in the fact that God is giving you favor. Man, I take my favor. Give it here. Give it here. <laughs> Seriously. But, um, and I know with uh, everything that's going on with the pandemic, that there is a lot of job loss. There's a lot of job loss, so there's a lot of rejection going on. I've been there. I've been there. You've been unemployed for so long, and you're like, Jesus, come on now. You telling me I can't get a job at the mall? Like, I got two degrees. What is going on? 
<laughs> but seriously, I, I, it, it doesn't feel good. It hurts. It hurts. But that is God's redirection. It's God's redirection because you don't know what he is protecting you from. And it also means that he has something better for you. He has something better for you. Let him redirect you. Follow his will. Follow his way. He will not lead you or steer you in the wrong direction. And he will not leave you nor forsake you. So my thing is just take the rejection and rejoice. Be happy. Have joy. All right. I'm, you reject me now. Okay. It's all right, God. Something good. Something better is coming. Something better is coming. Just keep telling yourself that something better is coming. I had to keep telling myself that. And I know we get weary. I do. We're all human. We get weary. I get weary. So you have to speak. You have to encourage yourself. You do. You have to encourage yourself in the Lord. Speak your word over your life. Speak his word over your life. Do not sit there and dwell in the fact that, oh, I've been rejected several times. Keep pushing. Keep going. I'm a living testimony that, yes, yes, I've been unemployed. I've been unemployed for seven months. I've been unemployed for a year and three months. It wasn't good. Like, it didn't feel good. I'm like, come on. Are you serious? What's going on? So, let God lead the way. Trust him. Trust him. And now we're coming to the end. So put that in tree. It's going to stay good. All right. We're coming to the end. So worry, depression, stress, anxiety. Woo. I saved this for last because I know this is something that we're all dealing with. We're all battling with right now. Worry, depression, stress, and anxiety. I can't tell you how much I've been worrying during these times. Like, it's been hard. If a pandemic is not enough, just thinking about being black in America right now. It is it's a lot of uncertainty, you know? It's just a, a lot of anxiety and stress. And just things that we can't control. So we need to let the worry, depression, stress, and anxiety go. We need to give it to God and just ask him to calm our spirit. Seriously, ask him to calm our spirit because this will eat you alive. It will eat you alive. So let God take control. We're going to go ahead and throw that in the fallen leaves bucket. And I'm going to tell you what God wants to replace the worry, depression, stress, and anxiety with. He wants to replace it with joy and peace. Joy and peace. Like, I, I want to be happy. <laughs> but see, I, I, I want to be happy. I know we all want to be happy. We want to get there. So Psalm chapter 30, verse 11 says, You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. Psalm chapter 34, verse 17 through 18 says, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. They're, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. Also, First Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says, cast all of your worries and cares to God 
for he cares about you. So he wants this from you. All right. And Matthew chapter 11 verses 28 through 30 says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. From I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Woo! Because I know I'm tired. <laughs> for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. All right? And let's last, the worry. Okay? It's a, it's a tough time. There are people who are homeless. There are people who are hungry. There are people who cannot pay their bills. There is a lot going on, but Matthew chapter six, verses 25 through 34 says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single, single hair to his span of life? You guys, that scripture alone just leaves me with so much peace and calmness because God made us the head okay he made humans the head he made us above all living things so with that let's just rest on the fact that God has us God has us covered there's no need to worry there's no need to stress there's no need to have anxiety now it's easier said than done like I said, this is a continuous thing that I have to practice. I have to continuously do this. Every day I have new challenges, and I just take them to God. Okay, here, Jesus, I'm dealing with this today. Let me write this down, put it on my prayer board, because, <laughs> ooh, I need you to take this away. But just knowing that God is there, he's going to see us through this. Like I said, I'm no expert at this. This is something that I do on, you know, a regular basis this is something that I practice and it just helps me build my relationship with God it helps me build my covenant with God and I think it's something that could help you as well so that's why I decided to do this today and um, I pray I pray that it blesses you I really do nobody knows what the future holds I don't know what 2021 holds you don't know only God knows but I do know trusting in him having faith in him, he will bring us out of this. He will. He will see us through it. He will see us through it. So lean on him and lean not on your own understanding, but lean on God's understanding. He will see us through this. He will see us through this. So it's been a pleasure doing this episode with you guys and just showing you just a piece of, you know, <laughs> My, my prayer life, you know, this is really what I do. I mean, aside from the trees and all that stuff, 
like I said earlier, but I really do this. And um, I really pray that you do it before 2021 and let go of some of these things because God is trying to launch us into a new dimension. He's trying to get us ready and we can't take this, this heavy weight with us. Okay. We can't carry this dead weight. Okay. Not all weight is good weight. <laughs> know this. Not all weight is good weight. But um, he wants to replace it with all of these great things. Just think about when the leaves begin to sprout again and blossom and bloom again. Um, come spring, come summer. They just come back like they never left. And that's how we're going to do. We're going to come back like we never left. Okay? So let's leave all this worry, depression, anxiety, all of that stress behind in 2020 and look forward to 2021 okay let's look forward to it and i pray for y'all i truly do i just pray for endurance i pray for strength jesus i pray for healing lord a supernatural healing over the ill jesus and i just pray that you touch each and every one of our lives, Lord, that you enter in and that you just rest there, Lord God. We welcome you. Your presence is welcome. Your presence is not only welcome in my life, Jesus, but it's welcome in the world, Jesus. We invite you in. Please take full control, Lord, and just bring us out of this. Bring us out of this. Give us faith, Lord. Give us hope, Jesus, and just bless us, Bless us, Lord. Bless our finances, Jesus. Bless our health, Lord. And just continue to watch over our families, Jesus. Continue to protect us and keep us from danger, seen or unseen, Lord God. Keep us out of harm's way, Jesus. And just continues to keep us from this, this the COVID-19, Lord God, and anything else that we may not see, but you see, Jesus. Just keep us from it, Lord. And I ask for your continuous protection over my life and over everyone else's. Anything that shall and will come against us, pray, Lord God. I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus, and I cast it back to the pits of hell where it belongs. I ask these and all other blessings. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. I'm sorry, I would have told y'all to bow y'all heads. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in it. All right. <laughs> but anyway, next Wednesday at 7 p.m., we are back with part two Battle of the Minds with my awesome panel of guests. Like, I'm so excited for it. So I hope y'all tune into that as well. But until then, y'all, happy new year. Happy new year. Seriously, I truly mean that. I pray that y'all have a very happy new year and I wish blessings over 2021 and over the next decade and century after that we are coming out i love y'all bye